Happy Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for making Locked On your first listen of the day. I'm Mike Luke. Show's brought to you by Sonos, S-O-N-O-S. It's an acronym, not an actual word. So just in case you were curious, there you go. All right, we got a lot to get to on this show. First and foremost, we're going to talk about the great time to be an Arizona Wildcat fan. And I don't think that this was ever more uh, encapsulated than Arizona's game against the Oregon Ducks this past week. Now, everybody's coming into town. Obviously, Arizona fans have a love-hate relationship with ESPN. We all know that. There's no no real uh, secret behind that. But the one thing that I will say is that Arizona... Brought in ESPN, played maybe its best game of the season, and when you've got the commentators, when you've got Jay Billis saying that this is the kind of Arizona basketball that I think a lot of fans grew up wanting to see, grew up wanting to watch, that's a uh, that's a real feather in Arizona basketball's cap right there. Because again, Sean Miller did a lot of really good things, no doubt about it. But I think the one issue that uh, you know people had was that Arizona was never able to get over the hump. And maybe just as importantly, Arizona was not able or Arizona did not play the fun freewheeling type style that we had been accustomed to with Lute Olsen type teams. And here's what I mean by that. And again, Sean Miller did some very good things at the University of Arizona, but nobody ever looked and said, man, that's going to be a fun game. I can't wait to watch Arizona play whoever, because you knew that it was probably going to be about a 58 to 54 type game. And while Arizona would probably win, it would probably be a lot closer than it should be. And I think that's something that a lot of fans look at. And you're thinking now, wow, that's a lot different watching this team right here. And here's the difference, and and here's why it's so much different than everything else that we have seen. Is that this team goes into a game, and they plan on, if they're going to beat you, if they're going to play you, they are going to beat the brakes off of you if you don't have the type of talent that they do. And, oh, by the way, you probably don't have the type of talent that Arizona does. That's what makes this team so unique, such a enticing product to watch there out on the court because Arizona is a team that, and we've talked about this before, if you don't have as good of players, if you're not as tall as Arizona, then you're not going to win, period. The teams that are going to be able to beat Arizona or at least have the opportunity to beat are going to be teams that have size, athleticism, and talent across the board. That's not something that a lot of teams possess. What also we've learned in this Tommy Lloyd era is this team's not going to really get upset by lesser competition because like we just talked about, if you come into McHale with less than, uh, with less than ideal talent, you won't win. That's, and that's shown its way out. Arizona's only two losses this season are to a Tennessee team that's ranked 16th in the country and a UCLA team at home. Other than that, no losses. And I don't think outside of the Oregon game and the USC game that any of the conference games have even been in within 10 points. That's what's unique about this squad and what why they are going to be incredibly fun to watch go going for the rest of the NCAA tournament or excuse me, the rest of the regular season. Now, one other thing, too, that certainly can't be minimized right here is the type of success that the other programs are having. Now, we're going to get into uh, football here in just a second, but one thing I do want to tell everybody on here about is the BetOnline Sportsbook. All right. 
If you haven't been listening here, what are you doing? Because first of all, you should be listening. Second of all, why do you not know about the Bet Online Sportsbook? All right, here's the drill. You put, uh, you go in there and you say, all right, here's what I think. Uh, I think this team's going to win, or I think this team's going to win. And if that team wins, it's easy. You get to... Uh, you get basically anything you want right there. That's what makes the Bet Online Sportsbook app so great. So again, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you. I know that sounded condescending right there, but basically it means that I'm not cool, which I'm not. So Bet Online Sportsbook, make that one happen. All right, we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back. I've got, got some other really good stuff to talk about. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk some Arizona football. I've got to be honest with you right now. When Jed Fish came in, I thought to myself, this is a, this is a, uh, this isn't a good hire because he essentially had been a journeyman. He had really never been up for a big time position. And on top of that, oh yeah, by the way, this isn't a guy that uh, was, quite frankly, ever really thought of his head coaching material. Generally, when a guy like that bounces from spot to spot, they aren't looked at as being that type of next-level player, person. Now, only thing I will say, I don't know that Jed Fish is a good coach, but one thing I will say is that the, it was worth the higher, the, it was worth it at this point, and it's very easy to say why. Because at Arizona, if you're going to be able, if you're going to be a successful coach, you have got to be able to recruit, and you've got to be able to recruit not obviously at a USC or an Oklahoma those type levels, but you've got to be bringing in fringe top twenty-five classes right there. And Jed Fish not only did that, he surpassed that. And there's not exactly a real, uh, there's not exactly a real reason why where okay, um, he did this, he did that. No, he just outworked people. It's that simple. And I think Arizona fans have been kind of lulled into a false sense of uh, dispiritment. I don't even know. Dad, is that a word? Dispiritment? Dad can't hear me right now. His hearing aids are in. But uh, so Arizona right now, though, is going into spring ball, and you've got a new quarterback. You've got new receivers across the board. You've got guys in the backfield. You've got running back. You've got all new players. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I've always said that I go into these type of games and I play the best player. I play the youngest guys as long as they're physically able. We're not fooling anyone right here. Arizona won one game last year. So it's not like you're looking and saying, oh, Arizona's just got to do this, this, and that. And they will, uh, they'll be good to go. No, that's not really the case. Arizona's not going to win a ton of games next year. But I, when we had, uh, I was talking with uh, Michael Lev, the great U of A football beat writer for the Arizona Daily Star, and Lev made a, uh, I thought Lev made a really good point where he said this team is, you know, when you brought in the quarterback, that kind of changed the entire calculation for everything because now you've got a guy in here who's not Gunnar Cruz, who's not Will Plummer, who's a player that has shown moxie, to be quite frank with you, in a lot of different settings. And, you know, you don't become Pac-12 freshman of the year if you can't play. There were a lot of games last year, and I stuck up for Will Plummer. I, I like Will Plummer. But the problem, though, is that between him and Cruz, you left a lot of yards on the table. 
And it was incredibly maddening watching these games up in the press box because you think you're watching and you're saying, okay, um, that guy's wide open 15 yards in front of you. Why did you not make that pass? And they just wouldn't make that pass. And I think a lot of that is just inherent and in that uh, sometimes quarterbacking comes naturally to some people. Sometimes it doesn't come naturally to others. And I think when you bring in Jaden Delora, he's a guy that quarterbacking is natural for. Another example is Jordan McLeod. Now, McLeod's obviously not going to start this year. Um, that's going to be Delora. But you saw it even though he threw a lot of interceptions. And uh, Leb talked about this as well. When you watched McLeod, the offense just looked different. They were able to get first downs. The uh, seemingly impossible plays in the back were something that didn't necessarily occur if, uh, with the other quarterbacks. So if you're going into this year and you've got a quarterback rotation, and again, rotation just meaning as far as on the bench, you've got Delora, you've got Jordan McLeod, you've got uh, Will Plummer, and you've got uh, Noah Fafita, the freshman, who's going to be here for sp- who's here for spring ball, which I don't think that you can possibly underrate. You've got some real stuff to work with there, and I think that's what's exciting about this new era of Arizona football. Again, I don't know exactly how this is going to play out, who's going to win what, but there's certainly a level of uh, influence and optimism right here that I don't think that we've had in years past. All right, one thing, too, where you've got a level of influence and optimism is the Get Upside app. All right, as everybody knows, gas is super expensive right now. So get the Get Upside app, and if you put in code word SCORE for college, because we're a college network, you can get 25 cents per gallon off or more on your first fill-up. Come on, we're not rich around here. Well, I'm not rich at least. So that's why I need to have the GetUpside app because the GetUpside app allows me to get more bang for my buck. And it's easy. It's simple. So again, get the app and then uh, code words score for college and you'll be good to go on top of that. I'm going to take a quick break. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Before we head out here, we also wanted to give a little bit of praise to the other programs going out. Arizona baseball, Arizona softball, off to quick starts. And I don't think that that really should surprise anybody because, honestly, both these teams are talented and they both have coaches that want to be here. Chip Hale, U of A grad, said it's his dream job. It probably isn't because, you know, he was in the major leagues. But it's clearly a job that he wants. And I have absolutely no doubt that Chip Hale is going to be successful in that job. Interviewing him a while back, you know, he said, you know, Arizona baseball means a lot to me. I want to be here. And that means a lot. If you want to be in a place, then it's going to help you out quite a bit. And so I look at it and I think to myself that if you want to be here, you've got the name Chip Hale. That's going to help you out immensely. Caitlin Lowe, uh, ex-Arizona softball great. Another one where... She wants to be here. I would imagine this really was her dream job of replacing Mike Candrea. They're off to a quick start, top 10 in the country in both areas. So these are both these are both teams that I would keep a very, very close eye on going forward because I think they've got a lot of potential to show. And a big shout out to Dave Hickey right there. Dave's made all these hires. So far, they're looking really good. Dave's my guy. We all know that. All right, I'm going to be back with you tomorrow. Schuster will be back with me. We'll be talking a bunch of random stuff. You've been listening to the Locked on Wildcats podcast.